0: Good morning everybody it is Wednesday June 23rd my Uncle Jeffrey's birthday wishing Uncle Jeffrey a happy birthday and you're listening to the coffee schmooze podcast but most likely you knew this because you chose to click on it on the Instagram thing you chose you chose to listen to it on Spotify and Apple this was a choice you made a choice. Oh, yeah. Ay, 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 What a day. What a day. I, um... This is the first time I'm doing a podcast in the same day I'm going to therapy. I leave I, my therapy appointments at, at noon. And, uh, so I have to leave, I have to get on the subway around 11.15... And go to the therapy appointment. So I'm kind of feeling like this is overkill. Because this. Allows. You know. uh, This allows me to work out my shit. Work out my problems. While simultaneously maybe entertaining or. Shifting perspective in the listener. Um. So this might be overkill today. It might be too much. Might be too much. I might have to if he if he asks if I'm available on a Wednesday again, I think I may have to say, you know what? I have a bi-weekly podcast and um the therapy might that might interfere with the podcast. Do you get paid for the podcast? No. I don't get paid for the podcast. Is there any restriction is there any restriction on why you have to do it on Wednesdays? No, there's nothing. It's just my own schedule. And you've been you were doing the podcast before going to therapy, correct? Yes, so you needed therapy even when you were doing the podcast. Yes. Okay. But that's my logic. Um the therapy is interesting. It's it's body therapy. It's about moving energy in the body. It's because uh, the head. I know the story. I know the story. I know the genesis of why I came to be. But now it's the stuff is lodged in the body. And he's a he's a young guy. He's a young guy. He's finishing his last year of therapy school. So I joke that I'm learning what he learned last week. But um, that's kind of nice. I like the raw form. I like the book. My issue, my main issue, is that I'm a furious person. I'm a very angry person, but I don't express my anger. I don't lash out in anger. Rarely. I rarely lash out in anger. In my day-to-day life, I keep it subdued. And that's a problem because then it gets all built up in there and then you it turns on yourself. Then you're destroying yourself. So the goal of this therapy is to get the anger moving. To get comfortable in getting the angry anger moving, you know? But that's why I like living in New York City as opposed to anywhere else in the world. Because I'm furious on the inside and for some reason New York City caters so well to the angry person like everyone here is furious it's just an angry place it's an angry place and you're allowed it's safe you're allowed to be angry you're like this is what's fucked up in the world and I'm angry about it people took to the streets in New York City this past year with the Black Lives Matter protests Because they were angry. Angry people. Um, And angry people make for good drama and good comedy. There's a lot of passion in there. But it can't just be pure anger. See, that's what I I see. I see comedians go up on stage and just release anger. Or you see painters... And they just release anger, or writers, or any artist that just releases anger. They're like, look how fucked up and sad the world is. And I don't think that's the purpose of art. I think that's the entry point, but I don't think that's the purpose. I I think the purpose of art is you have to find the anecdote for the despair and anger in the world you're like all right i'm angry about this but here's hope you have to guide people towards hope or like there's you have to you have to shift the focus towards beauty because everybody everybody can see how fucked up the world is it's the artist who has that twisted perspective to see it differently like maybe it's beautiful maybe maybe in the darkness it's beautiful that's why artists like to live in cities, because like cities are, you know, they can see the beauty in the in in the hell. Like Los Angeles is hell; it's hell on earth. But if a lot of artists like to live there and though they hate it, you can you can. It's like this mind struggle of like, how can I turn this darkness into light? How how do I have that switch? Because if you read enough you read enough you look at enough art you listen to a lot of enough music you realize that the artist's job is is very it's very similar to the to the preacher or the rabbi in that the artist's job is to like explain the experience of the spiritual of the unseen that's what they do that's what they talk about like the way like the the way the 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 way they think the like the metaphysical laws of the universe are constructed. That's what the artist is here to do. Jay-Z said, you know, the artists back in the day were considered the prophets. So you kind of have to have the courage to do that. And that's difficult. Because that's like, because, you know, they'll throw stones at you. Kanye went all the way with that. He went all the way with the with the, uh, Jesus is King album." But that's essentially, he was just doing it in the most pure, in the most overt form. He was always doing it in his music, explaining like the spiritual way of life. But then he, he put that in the, the container of religion. See, a lot of artists, we don't fit in the container of religion, but you but there's still some sort of connection to flow that you feel that comes from. Where does it come from? No one knows. It's It's a great mystery you're just the vessel that things flow through. So so that's so that's what's happening. So that's what's happening, but but the anger is a blockage for me that I I need to get it out. And of course, you know, I'm angry at the, you know, my parents like everybody else. Um but I'm also angry at the world. I'm a lot. Of, I have anger at the world. And you know, the therapist was like, "Why do you feel angry at the world, David?" Is is it because it was you feel hopeless? And I was like, "Yeah, that's true because that's what Fran Lebowitz said in her show." She was like, "I'm just pissed off at the world because I can like I see how fucked up it is, and there's nothing I can do about it. And I didn't come to that conclusion on my own. And I don't know if that's totally how I feel. I can't really connect to that feeling. But I think that's a nice thought. You see it. You see it. You, see, you just see it for what it is, and it really pisses you off. And then you've got to take that anger. You've got to beat it down into something silly or beautiful. So that's what I'm working on is figuring out how to take the anger and mush it down into something silly or beautiful so I don't um so I don't become a cranky man in my relationship. A cranky angry man. I have to be loving and present and intimate. I can't be aggravated. in the mornings, I wake up so angry. Every day I wake up furious, furious. But then I write and I feel better. That's key. That's key. But yeah, I wake up, I wake up very angry. I'm a very angry man. But I'm not like over it. I'm not like drunk and yelling. I'm not like lashing out all day. But I like it. Like I like it when I get to. I did. I did have fun with it the other day. An attorney was prepping her client for um, his family law trial about you know there was a domestic violence restraining order that was proposed to be put against this guy. He never. He wasn't violent, physically violent, but he had a crazy temper. And. He needed work. So she was like, David, do you mind cross-examining this guy for me? Just to prep him. And I took such joy in just fucking this guy up. It just was... I just took so much joy in it. That just to just to rip this guy to shreds. just to rip, Just through the format. Through the format of cross-examination. Isn't it true you were frustrated? Isn't it true that you acted on impulse? If you were frustrated and acted on impulse, doesn't mean that you don't have control of your emotions. Hmm. And is someone who doesn't have control of their emotions, you know, is that a really, is that a person we can trust to respect another person's boundaries? Especially with these incidents, how she's supposed to trust you, you know? It felt really good. It felt like a constructive release of the anger. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's like a it's a place where you get to unleash the dark side. That's a nice thing about practicing laws that you get you it's like you're supposed to unleash the dark side. It's like they need the dark side Jedi. That's what everyone's entitled to it. Some people have it in them. So that was nice, but then I got to coach them. Then I got to teach them how then You know, the attorney was like, You did a good job, David. Now you mind working with him? So then I had like a one on one therapy session with this guy. I was teaching him how to properly answer the questions. And I basically told him, I was like, Look, man, there's no way you're coming out of this trial looking like a good person. We just have to mitigate how bad of a person you look. So you just have to take hits, man. You just have to put your tail between your legs and just take a bunch of hits and. Every answer to every question, you have to you have to go through these three things. You have to say, I was wrong. This is what really happened, and I was frustrated because I gave him that formula. I was like, You 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 have to take hits, man. You have to take hits. And the better you can be at taking hits and not reacting. You have a chance. So then I cross-examined him again later in the week to prep, and he did really well. He did really well. So I felt proud of myself. I was like, I fixed him. I fixed him. And then later in the week, he had the trial, and I asked the attorney, I said, how'd he do? And she said, he lost his cool in the beginning, but then he finished strong. And I'm like, that's all you can hope for. That was the true story. The truth came out in the judicial process. The guy is a little bit... He's a little bit nuts. He has an anger problem. But he has the capacity to keep it under control. What they saw in that trial of him losing his cool and then pulling it back together was a microcosm of his behavior outside of the courtroom. It was a microcosm and a reflection of what brought him to the courtroom in the first place. And thus, that demonstration should give you some faith in the judicial process. Like, it did work. The truth did come out. It's just up to whether there's a good judge or not. So that was a that was some that was some legal ease, but I turned thirty on june twenty first and I'm a thirty year old now, and you know i never growing up I never really thought about what it would be like to be thirty or what it would be like to grow old you know it just didn't it didn't cross my mind but now i'm thirty, and it feels good thirty feels good i'm 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 glad the twenties are over with. I'm glad, you know, that I'm a working individual and, you know, I have my system and you kind of know who you are and you kind of keep it moving. It's nice. I had a wonderful birthday. My girlfriend was so sweet, so sweet. She bought me a breakfast burrito in the morning, had it delivered to my house. So I didn't have to leave my four-story walk-up all day. I just charged up on the burrito, did my writing, did my painting, and then in the evening, we went out and got barbecue. But she gave me a couple good presents. She gave me a DMX shirt, which is so sick because I love merchandise. Love getting the merch, and I love DMX. And DMX was there for me this year. He helped me get through, even though he passed away his music carried me for for a significant amount of time and then i also got a high chain you know the the hebrew 18 letters the 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 kh and the yud you see it everywhere and I have been wanting one of these chains for years, always fantasizing it. You know, you always see the old Jewish guys by the pool with the, with the, with the high chain and the hairy chest. And I always thought to myself, that's me. I was like, I want to be one of those guys with one of the, with one of the high chains. Because it's just so funny and so gangsta all at the same time. It's just great. It's just hilarious. I Because it's so true. And it's just like has it's just like a little hood like jewelry it's a little hood but it feels good but i feel a little connection to the hood that hood energy that that mobster energy so and as soon as i i put the chain on i felt like i was reaching my final form i felt like i like i was like wow i'm never going to be without a chain without this type of chain it really made. It really felt like it connected to my heart space, and I experienced this metamorphosis where I was just like Jew, you know, just just Jew. It made me want to get money. Wearing a chain made me want to make more money. I can't explain why. Like I was like, it made me want to just collect, just collect, and just drop money everywhere is an incredible feeling. And it was also incredible to have such caring and thoughtful gifts. I was really I was really moved and touched. Touched by it. Gift giving. Giving the giving of gifts. It's a way to communicate to the person that you know them. You know them and you care about them and you know what they like. You're inner with the gift giving you're interacting with their inner matrix. You're touching, you're getting in the inner matrix. And you're like, because it's true. It's like, I like hip hop music and I like cool t shirts and I wanted a high chain. That's who I am. That's my inner matrix. And so she connected to it. So, so thank you, Bella. Thank you. And yes, this, it's just to keep on trucking. It's the keep on, keep on, keep it on. Keep it moving. My ninth year was spent in the pandemic. Everyone has their year that they spent in the pandemic. Mine was the last year of my 20s. Um, But, you know. What, what can you do? Significant. Moment in our life. The world will forever be changing. Um, But. You just got to. You know. Day by day. Day by day. Do the thing. Figure out your negotiation. With the universe. And just do that. And then things will slowly unfold. And listen to your intuition. Because it was put there. For a purpose. And that—that's really it. That's all that—that's all I have to say today. Um, that's all I have to say.